You're listening to the Metro LA Podcast, an official podcast of the LA International Church of Christ. Good morning. Good to be here. Um, Happy to uh, be here with you and to be studying God's Word. I um, actually had a pretty good week last week. Um, I mean, I think most weeks are pretty good, but I think um, last week seemed a little bit easier in terms of no major things uh, that bothered me or happened or, you know, things like that. But um, it's interesting because I I did feel like things were going really well. And then um, I usually uh, set aside the day before I'm recording to, you know, go over my message and to, um, you know, think about it, pray about it, um, think of, you know, the details, things like that. And I, so yesterday I, I did that. I spent, you know, uh, quite a bit of time doing that. Um, but I couldn't think of anything that I wanted to share. And, um, you know, at first that's okay. Cause you know, you pray and you keep thinking and, and, um, keep praying and something usually comes to mind, but nothing was really coming to mind. <clears throat> so, I started to feel a little bit panicky. <laughs> I started to feel a little bit like, ah, what am I gonna, what am I gonna say tomorrow? What am I gonna teach? Um, and, um, then as you probably know, once you start feeling panicky, it almost makes it worse. Um, so then I realized I started thinking things like, um, well, you know, I don't know that they really need a lesson from me. I don't know that I really have that much to say. And um, who am I? Like, who am I to, to teach anything anyway? Like, you know, there's a lot of messages on Facebook. There's a lot of um, other people speaking. And I think it'll, you know, it'll be fine <laughs> if I don't do it. And um, I just started feeling like, Ah, maybe, maybe, oh, and this was the best one. Maybe God doesn't want me to share anything because I, I don't have anything on my mind. I don't have anything in my heart. And, um, so, you know, as, as I was thinking this, I, I just, I actually didn't really ever come up with anything yesterday. And then, um, this morning I woke up at five because, you know, I needed to have a message. And I did decide before I went to sleep that I was going to give a message, which I think that was a pretty big step in the right direction that once you kind of know you're decided, you're going, you better figure out what you're going to do. Um, it kind of puts things in a, a better place. So I woke up this morning at five and I, um, as soon as I opened my eyes, I thought, I know what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> Which was really nice, really nice of God that, you know, it wasn't 10 minutes ago. Um, but, you know, I thought, okay, I think that one of the things that I have realized happens to me is that when I get in a situation that's really uncomfortable for me, or I feel like I'm really vulnerable, or I'm really dreading, you know, something, and, and honestly, 
speaking has always been one of those things for me and less lately, but yes, it's still there. And um, I thought of how how it's very, it, it is very subtle, but Satan is always there to help me make up a story that gives me a way out. Helps me figure out a way that maybe I don't have to do what I'm challenged to do. Maybe I don't need to um, step in the arena. I don't need to um, put myself out there. And, you know, maybe that story is, I'm really not feeling so good. Or maybe that story is someone else would be better. Or, um, you know, somebody is super qualified in this area. You know, there's all kinds of stories we can tell ourselves. And it's really just a way out of pushing ourselves harder, of um, making ourselves uh, figure out what's going on or, um, avoiding being comfortable. And I, since I have started realizing this a bit ago, I realized, okay, you know what? God has given you what you need. Just slow down, stop, think, pray, ask him for direction and push yourself. Push yourself a little bit harder. Um, train yourself a little bit more. Because as as I'm preparing for this lesson, I also need to prepare a, the same lesson in Spanish, which Spanish is something I learned as an adult. I, I didn't grow up speaking Spanish. So it's really a challenge for me to think of this message in English and then think of this message in Spanish and then give both of them. So it is an uncomfortable place for me. It's it's challenging. Um, and I don't like the spotlight. And it's kind of, I probably, if I didn't like the spotlight, I probably should have married someone who was never going to be in the spotlight. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, but um, anyway, it seems that we are constantly um, pushed to the spotlight, which I, I really don't like. But I realize, you know, it's not, it's not terrible. And I do have something to give that God has given me. God has taught me so many things. And I, I don't want to just it be that I'm the only one who benefits from these lessons, from these things that, that I've learned from God. Um, so, you know, I, I, um, I feel very, very aware that this is, this is a weakness, but God wants me to push through. Um, you know, I think we're all called to the arena. Um, probably that phrase is a little familiar to some of you. Um, Brene Brown has done, um, TED Talks and conferences and speeches. She's a professor. She's a researcher. She's pretty amazing. Um, she talks about, um, getting in the arena and doing what's uncomfortable and, um, anybody who is trying to create something new or create something for other people um, has to put themselves out there. They have to put their thoughts out there. And 
And so I think that God asks all of us um, to put ourselves out there some in some way. And maybe it's that we are steady eddies and we want everything in its place. We want everything to be smooth. We don't want to be rushed. We don't want to be pressured. We don't want to be pushed. And if we put ourselves out there, that's what's going to happen. Um, or, you know, maybe, you know, maybe it's that more people will start asking us for help or more people will start noting us, no, noticing us or, Maybe now people will have higher expectations of our of us because we've already put ourselves out there and we know that we're only human, that we make mistakes. And so, you know, being in that spotlight is challenging and it's uncomfortable and it's an insecure place and it's, um, you know, it's a place where we can fail where we can fall flat, where we can um, just <laughs> embarrass ourselves or something. Um, you know, I think when, when we decide, when you decide to put yourself out there, as Brene Brown says, um, you will get your butt kicked. Um, there's going to be people who don't like what you said and don't like what you're doing and don't think that it's needed or don't think it's wanted or whatever they think. But that doesn't take away from the fact that God has called us to something. God has called us to stand for something. God has called us to create something. God has called us to share something. And, um, you know, so... Would we, could we fall? Absolutely. Will we fall? Absolutely. But, um, you know, it's, it's better to fall than never try. <laughs> and, um, I do want to read this, this, um, speech that Theodore Roosevelt, um, gave that Brene Brown uses in her presentation. Um, but it's a really great one. And, um, I think it's it's worth it's one of those uh, speeches I think that is worth keeping in our notebooks or making into a poster or writing on a card and putting it on our mirror whatever whatever it takes but it's it's the citizens in a republic or the man in the mirror or uh, man in the mirror that's Michael Jackson um, the man in the arena um, here it is it says it is not the critic who counts. Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and no shortcoming uh, um, with without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, 
so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Um, I love this. This is, this is living by faith. This is living in the arena. Um, you know, and I, I love the way he starts it by saying, you know, it's not the critic who counts. Um, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles. Um, or the doer of deeds could have done better. Like, you know, that's always, I guess, you know, when, when you start out, you're always afraid that someone's going to do that, that someone's going to point out all the weaknesses you have. And, and yet there's something worth striving for. There's, there's, there's a place for us. There's, there's a spot for us to speak, a spot for us to do, a spot for us to, to be who God created us to be. And it's much better than living in fear of failing. Um, uh, you know, I, I thought of how, you know, this, this whole idea, um, plays out in so many ways in our life. And, you know, I think, um, for me, you know, it plays out quite literally in, in being visible and being in front of people. Um, but I think also, um, there are other ways it plays out. And I, I want to look in Genesis 3, 6. Um, yeah, starting in verse 6, it says, uh, this is about Adam and Eve, and they're in the garden. And um, it says in verse 6, when the, when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said, Where are you? Um, you know, it's... uh. I think this is basically our our whole struggle in life um, that we have this nakedness this or we're afraid to be seen we're afraid um, for people to really know who we are for people to um, maybe judge us and um you know, it says when that their eyes were open because the, the fruit, the fruit gave them, you know, the ability to see evil and good, um, which they weren't ready for. Um, and it says that when they saw that they were naked, they made coverings for themselves. And then when they heard God walking through the garden, they hid among the trees. And up until this point, they had had this great relationship with God where they just walked with him and talked with him and with each other. And they had no shame and they had no fear of being seen. 
And now all of a sudden they have fear and they are afraid to be seen. Um, and of course, God knows right away because he says, where are you? And then down uh, a couple more verses, it says, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. And then God said, who told you you were naked? You know, I think that in our natural selves, in our sinful nature, in our, our, our state without Christ, we have things to be ashamed of. We have things that we're afraid maybe people will see or, or maybe won't understand or, um, we have weaknesses that we ourselves really don't want. We don't like them. We don't want to see them. Um, never mind other people seeing them. But, you know, I think that to live a life, um, that's, that's good and that's whole. We need to be willing to be seen. And, you know, I, I do want to read in Galatians three, just might as well go ahead and go there. In Galatians three, in, um, verse 27, it says, or verse 26. So in Jesus Christ, in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. You know, this is pretty amazing that, okay, in the garden, when we realized we were naked, we clothed ourselves. But it didn't really work. Like, it doesn't really work. I mean, we need to clothe ourselves. Don't get me wrong. But it doesn't really cover what we're ashamed of. It doesn't really hide the things that, that we really fear are going to be seen. And But here in this scripture, in Galatians 3, it says, For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. And that's a significant thing that we can be vulnerable. We can, um, live in the light. We can be honest with ourselves. We can be honest with God. We can be honest with each other, not because we're perfect, but because we have a great God who has clothed us in Christ that we, we are covered, um, because of Christ, that whatever God sees, he sees Christ in us. And that is um, something that takes some faith to remember. But we have to remember, we need to train ourselves to remember that God has forgiven us, that God has given us salvation, that God has given us forgiveness of sins. And by ourselves, no, we're not worthy, but we're not by ourselves anymore. Um, you know, I think that being clothed in Christ is, is a pretty amazing way to live our lives. That we don't have to live in shame. We don't have to live in guilt. Um, will we be insecure at times? Will we keep falling down? Yeah, for sure. But that's not going to take away what we really value, what we really hold on to. And, um, 
you know, I, I think that we, we need to be honest with the things that we're fearing, the things that we hold back in, the things that maybe we think we can't change. And, you know, go to God, ask God for help, ask God to, to help us figure out how to change this. You know, go to some, you know, a friend that we trust that we can talk to and, Maybe even, you know, getting a counselor, getting help to help us figure out where, where do these fears come from and, and how can we get rid of them? Um, you know, so I think that, um, you know, we're, we're not going to live a perfect life, but we can live daring greatly. We can, um, continue in our relationships. And, you know, I, I think that is another way I see that, um, sometimes we're afraid to get close to people. We're afraid that, that they'll know us, you know, and, and I know, you know, there's a lot of single brothers, single sisters out there who would really love to get married. And I think sometimes because we, we are feeling a little insecure. We can focus more on how imperfect other people are. Um, and obviously that's not the answer for everybody and that's not where everyone is at. But I think it, it takes, it takes engaging in conversations and, and, um, you know, developing relationships or not, not remaining aloof. Um, but really, um, I don't know. I think the thing that helped me most when I was single is just thinking, I, I'm going to have a lot of friends and I'm going to make a lot of friends that are brother, you know, my brothers in Christ to who I'm going to get close to. And in those friendships, of course, one comes through that I would, you know, like to marry. But I think having relationships, being genuine, being givers, being, um, you know, people who care about each other and not, not, um, letting Satan lie and scare us and tell us we're not worth it or we're not worthy, but to really care and love and persevere, push through those uncomfortable places that we find ourselves in. So anyway, I think, um, you know, this is pretty much what I'm thinking, and um, uh, I hope it's helpful for you. I hope that you can identify some of the places that maybe um, you try to avoid, you try to um, get around and figure out some other talent you can use to not put yourself in a vulnerable position. Um, but, you know, I think it would be great to really realize and and contemplate think um how how do these things play out you know how how are where are my insecurities what things do i need to to bring before god and and get help with you know what what things panic me to think of doing or or even sometimes what what pains do i have um that would be alleviated if I, I recognized that they need some attention. So anyway, um, 
I, I think it's a lot of food for thought and, um, I will be praying for you and thank you. I love you and, and I look forward to our next time together. Thanks. You've just listened to the Metro LA podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit metrolaregion.com 